Welcome to Working Culture's Job Board Success Stories. I'm your host, Mona Shari. I'm also the Marketing and Communications Manager at Working Culture, a nonprofit arts service organization that supports the professional lives of artists, creatives, and cultural workers. Most people recognize Working Culture for its job board. However, we also provide the sector with various resources that support professional growth. Please visit us at workingculture.ca to learn more. On this podcast, we invite the people who work in the cultural sector to share their professional trajectory and job search success stories. All our guests have successfully secured positions within their creative or cultural field while using the Working Culture Job Board. Through their stories, we hope to give you a few ideas that will help you with your next job search or job posting. Today, we are speaking with Nadine Haddad. Nadine is a passionate, dedicated, and enthusiastic art administrator with experience in fundraising, event management, social media marketing, and communications. She is eager to promote and advocate for the arts and is inspired through creativity, conversation, and collaboration in the workplace. As a young emerging arts leader in Toronto, She has worked with the National Ballet of Canada, the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, Opera Atelier, and the Regent Park School of Music. After graduating from the University of Prince Edward Island with a Bachelor of Music in Vocal Performance, she continued her education at Western University and completed a graduate diploma in Arts Management. Nadine is thrilled to be currently working with the Toronto Arts Foundation as the Donor Relations Coordinator, supporting the philanthropy and sponsorship department and connecting the city through creative and accessible arts. Hello, Nadine. Hi, Mona. Thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for joining us. So I just read your bio and it gives us a really good idea of who you are and what you do. But um, I want to know more about how you started your career and why. What was it that inspired you to pursue a Bachelor of Music in Vocal Performance at the University of Prince Edward Island? Okay, so that was a really exciting decision that I made in my life, leaving high school and entering university. I was a little confused and um, lost about what exactly it is that I wanted to do. I actually initially went into university with the hopes of completing a bachelor's of science degree in environmental studies. And um, while I was there, I decided to partake and join the choir, uh, the university choir while I was there. I also joined uh, the wind symphony. So I, I played in the wind symphony, also sang. And these were kind of my escapes out of my uh, Monday to Friday kind of science lifestyle that I took on for for two years at the university. After completing two years of science, I realized that, you know, music and, and being involved in the arts really, really made, really made me happy. I, I felt like I was, you know, doing something that was true to myself. I felt more like myself. Um, being part of a musical group can be very rewarding. 
And so I just decided to pursue it. I did my first voice lesson, you know, just a few months before I actually pursued a degree in voice. So a lot of it was very new to me, but I, I took a chance. I did something that really kind of was out of my comfort zone. And I, I went and did it for, for four years. I, um, I had a wonderful undergrad performing, singing, learning everything there was about the, the industry, about working in, in the music sector as well. So we, we actually were taught a little bit about how to navigate the business of, of music and working as an artist. And I think that kind of really inspired me to understand how it is to actually work in this sector and what could come from that on top of the pedagogy and, and vocal studies and history that was taught throughout those years. So it, I think it was one of those courses that kind of inspired me to dive more into how do you work in the creative sector? And I was working also as an usher in, a, in, in at the theater there um, back home. And I was like, who runs this place? I want to know and understand more about how uh, a cultural building, a cultural hub like this functions. I myself having so much passion and interest, you know, I had the opportunity to be on stage and perform, which I really loved. And then I kind of had this spark of interest to understand the back end of everything, not from an artist's perspective, but how do you um, administer a program or how does one raise money for an organization like this? How, how do you keep the art running on stage, which is an important piece as well? So that kind of piqued my interest. And then um, that's when I decided to apply for the arts management diploma at Western University. Okay, so many of us go through that dark period where we're desperately searching for work so that we can support ourselves and maybe even our loved ones. It's such a stressful and uncertain time where we're not sure what lies ahead, right? So what was that job search process like for you after you completed your arts management? I had a summer after school ended, I had to complete a 560-hour internship, and this was a full-time unpaid internship that was part of a school credit. And throughout that time in the summer, I really took advantage of the free time that I had, and I made sure that I met with as many industry professionals as I could. I tried to absorb as much information as I could from these wise individuals who had a lot to offer. They also provided great inspiration for me to discover what it was exactly that I wanted from working in this sector, what area that I wanted. Uh, Was it marketing? Was it fundraising? Was it events? Was it program management? I kind of felt like I had uh, many options at that point. And talking with these individuals really helped me kind of narrow down exactly what it was that I was interested in. Of course, I wouldn't say that it was all very easy after that. I tried my best <laughs> to apply for, for jobs after my internship ended. I really was interested in having a paid job at that point, <laughs> which is important for uh, you know, living in this city. And I would say I struggled, but I... I think what really helped me is that I maintained an open mind and didn't narrow my search so much into one area of the arts and culture sector. So I remember applying for 
fundraising position, and I hadn't known too much about fundraising at that point. But I took on a paid fundraising internship for 10 months with the National Ballet of Canada. And, and that really, I believe, launched everything for me. Even though it wasn't a full-time job right out of school, it was an opportunity for me to really grow, to really learn from so many, to be inspired, to really work hard as well. An institution that large, you can really learn a lot, even though you might be, you know, the intern, you're, you know, compared to everybody else, you can really kind of step up your game and, and learn as much as you can from, from your colleagues. So I think after that, that's when I realized that fundraising was something that I wanted to seriously pursue. And that's when I started applying for jobs in fundraising. And, and it became a little easier after, after that first initial stage. I think I just had to narrow down my area of expertise and, and that kind of worked, worked really well. Can you share with us what that was like after your internship? How did you go on to the next step? Yeah. With that, I, I think it's really important to maintain a positive outlook throughout the whole process and to surround yourself with friends who, who are supportive of your job search. I think job searching can feel like a full-time job. And in some ways, you kind of have to treat it that way. I think persistence equals success. I think it's your duty to you know, check those job boards frequently, check posts. And to diversify your resources, don't just hang on to one job board. I think there are many available to you online. Even, even through social media, you can find some, some hidden job posting gems in there as well. And I think really personalizing your cover letter is important and making sure that your resume showcases your best skills for, for that job that you're applying to. After the internship, particularly looking for a job, I, I decided to, to apply for, well, I still do this. I still do believe in this, is that you apply for an organization which your mission and, va- and vision and values aligns with theirs. I think it's important to speak truthfully to, to the work that that organization does. So apply to an organization you love and admire. Check to see what organizations you're following on social media. Those are the ones that, you know, you should be looking out for if there ever is a job posting. And what helped me really get, I think what helped me with that position itself is that I had fundraising experience. And so when I applied for a full-time job, I applied for a fundraising role. And, and that was getting that first full-time job can feel like a real challenge. But once, once you get it, it, it's kind of like an easy coasting from there, hopefully. I actually knew, um, I had a friend who introduced me to a colleague who used to work at that organization who told me a little bit about what the role was, what the organization is like. So if you could find a way to meet with somebody who used to work at the organization you're applying to or to meet with somebody who's currently working there, make that connection early if you can. So that when they receive your resume, they're not surprised, they're excited, and they're expecting it. So that could really work. Um, and it worked for me. So it was, it was a good starting point for me. Yeah, you've worked at several reputable cultural organizations, including the one you are working for now. Can you share 
how you were successfully able to find a position in one of those organizations? Well, I definitely think that the job board for working culture is my number one go-to. When I'm um, looking for work, I find that the job board itself is dynamic. It's constantly changing. And it's really good because you can filter certain, certain keywords to, to segment different jobs that are more suited to what you're looking for at that time. With this job itself, though, my donor relations coordinator position at the Toronto Arts Foundation, I found this on the working culture job board. And I applied immediately. So I think applying as soon as it's open is a great thing. I'd say don't leave it to the last minute. Applying early shows that you're really interested and keen. I don't know if everybody does this, but I remember going on LinkedIn and actually looking up the the manager that I would be applying to. And I remember connecting with them on LinkedIn, actually, just right after I had applied. So... It was kind of a nice way to be like, hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. And, you know, even regardless of what would have happened with the application process, connecting with people on LinkedIn after interviews, even after unsuccessful ones, is a great resource. I've used it. And people, people want to help you regardless. People will give you really positive, critical feedback. And these people you can keep in your in your circle, um, treat them as mentors, communicate them to them, stay engaged with them. I think that really works. Honestly, with this job, I was already so passionate about what Toronto Arts Foundation was doing, and I still am. And I think my honesty and passion for that was received well with those that were interviewing me at the time. And that's, again, I go back to that, you know, apply for the organizations that you're passionate for. Make sure you know as much as you can about that organization before going into the interview, understand their, their programming initiatives and understand what kind of impact they're having on the community. I think those are really important elements. Show them that you really care about what they do and that you're knowledgeable about what that organization does. That worked out for me. So you, you mentioned that you've used our job board and you found your current position through it. What's the first thing you look at when you look at a job posting? What tips do you have for those that are job searching right now on how they can read a job posting? Well, the first thing where my eyes go to is the position title. That's kind of where it goes to. There's a lot more to really see behind that. It's, it's usually the position title and the organization. Actually, to me, sometimes the organization is more important. You know, again, if the organization is not an organization you're really interested in, but the position might be, I don't know if that is a good fit so much. What the organization does is really, really important. So if they happen to have a position, then that's perfect. Reading through, people can get really overwhelmed with the responsibilities. Really, these job postings are built to to find the most perfect person who can fulfill every criteria and that's almost next to impossible sometimes so I think it's important to not be so hard on yourself when you're looking at a posting so if you can check off 75% of the responsibilities listed you have no reason not to apply and I know a lot of people 
might you know, just shy away from something like this and think that they're not good enough to apply. But we're all learning things on the job as well. A really great organization is one that understands that and is willing to be patient and willing to guide you along the way. And job postings that are, you know, not three pages long are ones that I, <laughs> I usually don't admire so much. I think it can get you overwhelming when there's too much on on the page. So I think if uh, organizations could kind of keep it succinct and clear exactly what the role is, there's a better chance more applicants will come through that way. Yeah, I think those are the important things I kind of look for. That's great. So you've mentioned your values aligning with the organization are very important to you and applying right away as soon as you find a position that you're interested in and the organization that you're interested in. Can you end off with your top three tips sharing with those who are job searching right now? So I definitely think the most important thing is to be patient. I think it's really good to not overwhelm yourself with too many job applications. I think really kind of be strategic about it apply for the organizations that you want to work for, the ones that you are passionate about, and be patient throughout that process. I think we rush into a lot of things, and everything happens for a reason in certain times of our lives. Sometimes you just kind of have to wait a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think you can learn a lot from your previous experiences and you know, everything kind of works in the right flow onto the next step of your next step or chapter of your, of your career. And I think with this whole thing as well is um, be yourself and be honest. And this can be communicated really easily through your cover letter and your resume. So many organizations receive hundreds and hundreds of cover letters Speak to them like a human. Speak to them like you know them. Find a way to showcase your personality through this one-page letter. Be creative with how you connect with these leaders outside of the application process, whether it be connecting through LinkedIn. Those always work. I think I've listed off three there. I'm not sure. Maybe more. Maybe about ten. <laughs> more than three. That's great. That's really helpful. So thanks so much, Nadine, for joining us today. Uh, today we had Nadine Haddad as the Donor Relations Coordinator for the Toronto Arts Foundation. Thank you for listening to Working Culture's Job Board Success Stories. For more information on other working culture resources, please visit our website, workingculture.ca, and subscribe to our newsletter to receive job board updates, news, and trends. Join us for our next episode to hear from a musician within Ontario. Thanks so much, everyone.